Thank so, you for having me, Steph. Cheers. <laughs> We're enjoying a little uh, single malt here. For the occasion. And, um, all right, so you want to start off with introducing yourself? Uh, sure. Yeah, so I'm Stefano Malinen. I'm half Finnish and half Cypriot. Uh, currently doing my second year of economics in the University of Glasgow. I'm uh, the founder of The Glass Class, and I'm also a bartender. Uh, the Glass Class is a cocktail and bar blog on Instagram, which currently has over 65,000 followers. Uh, and this includes my own photographs and most of the recipes on there as well are mine, except if it's an arranged bar photo shoot. So I started my career in bartending, well, not really a career, my passion for bartending, let's say, uh, started in 2016 and 2017 when I was working at uh, Nice Beach Resort for the summer, both summers, actually. Um, after my second year of working there, I continued to make uh, some of the drinks at home, started taking pictures of them. And then just for fun, I decided to start posting these pictures on Instagram. And surprisingly, they gained some traffic. So it started growing quite quickly. And then I realized that uh, 20k followers that uh, something was kind of serious. And it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> so your passion project turned into a fully fledged page with a massive following. Well, I suppose so. I suppose so. That's crazy. And you didn't expect any of this going in. This I was really did not just expect any of this. Because the thing is, I didn't even have a personal Instagram account until earlier on in the year. Right. So I imagine 17, I didn't have an Instagram account at the start of the year. And then by the end of the year, I had 20K on an account and I was <laughs> sitting there confused. It's pretty So wild. it was quite fascinating it to is... see it grow and grow with it, I must say. Yeah. And how? so this has been since 2017. Yeah. Cool. April, not April, August 29th, I think. Cool. And was there any uh, any particular method to growing your presence and your follower base? Or was it just, you know, it happened? Well, the thing is, it takes a lot of time uh, to build an audience. It's, I don't know if it's something you're prepared to do or any individual is prepared to do. Uh, but I was constantly posting for nine months. Every single day I had a new post up uh, with a new recipe, which I came up with and a new photograph, which I shot and edited. So it was a long process. It was taking up like an hour and a half each day for like nine months straight, okay. uh, which is when I did most of the growth on the page. Right. So I guess the main tip to growing your audience is in fact consistency. I mean, you just keep at it. Putting the more work people, in. Putting the work in, exactly. More people will get to see it. Uh, there's some finer things you can do, which uh, we're, we're going to talk about in a bit. Right. Uh, it's listed later on, but uh, yeah. I think consistency is the number one thing you can do. And I'd say it's more important at the start than uh, the quality of the content itself. Because for four of the five months, I was posting pictures just off of a Samsung Galaxy. And I got, I got some followers off of that. So, I mean, you don't really need professional equipment to grow an audience. It's right. just the value of the content and the consistency, I'd say, are the two most important things. Definitely for a start, but that's not the only thing you've done. It wasn't just taking pictures and posting them. You curated the pictures, edited them. Yeah. Um, and I'm aware you've used, uh, you've upgraded from the Galaxy. Of course, right I have. Now. I have. I have. It's very obvious if you look at the page, there are some very beautiful photos. Up Thank there. you very much. Thank you very much. If you wouldn't mind talking a bit about the, the photography you're using yeah yeah uh, i mean the photography side of things it came as an accident i mean again through my passion for drinks i started right. to i don't know take more pictures than i would have on a daily basis because i was taking a cocktail picture every single day so i decided 
four months after getting my page up and running to just go out and buy a camera, which I think is today the best decision I've made, the best investment I've made, certainly. Uh, so I'm using the cheapest Sony you can get on the market. It's the Sony a7. I got it at the time with the lens for less than a thousand pounds. It should be cheaper now because it's been a couple of years, but it's a very good camera to start off with. And then I take the pictures on that with either my 50mm lens sorry, or my 28-70mm. And then straight onto my MacBook where I edit them uh, with any Adobe software. If it's a video, it's Premiere. If it's a picture, it's most probably Lightroom. And then for the more setup shots, uh, not the action shots, which I shoot at behind bars, the more professional shots, I use a tripod and uh, LED lights, uh, which I set up depending on where I am. Might be at a bar, might be in my basement. Depends. <laughs> is it a large setup or is it like easy to move around? It's very portable. Do you have any of the equipment with you right now? You can I do, but it's it? in my flatmate's room. Okay. So right. let's not do that right now. <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's further better. Uh, yeah. So for the more professional shots, I do kind of take the time to set up a tripod, which again is very light. It's compact. It fits in a backpack. And then I have portable LED lights, small ones, which I got off of Amazon for less than 50 pounds, I think. Cool. So, yeah, it goes to show you don't really need too much or too expensive equipment. As, such, as long as you know. Yeah, the essentials. Essentials and a passion. And a passion and a knack to, you know, go after it and learn a bit more. Right. Because it's about how you use equipment. Yeah. It's how you use it, definitely. Um, well, uh, going on from the tech and your drive to do this, what um, bare bones strategies? Do you feel have proven best in your experience to generate leads on social media? Okay. And, uh, to maintain your following, I say. So we mentioned before uh, the consistency and the value of the content, which I think are the two most important things uh, to focus on when you're starting out. But in general, once you start growing an audience, uh, engaging with other accounts is, I think, just as significant, if not right. more significant. Uh, so whether that's with uh, different stories, other similar sites posted or uh, replying to your own comments or commenting on another page's uh, comments. Right. Uh, you need to stay active in, in social media in order for you to grow. And how active would you say the community is? Like, do you find yourself partnering with other just people out there who have this hobby and this passion and then you guys feed into each other's It is, and and... it is very active. I actually right. met uh, quite a few people uh, from the Instagram community around drinks. Oh, really? Uh, Actually, in Glasgow, we had this huge competition last year, if you remember. I told I you about it. when you brought back the bottle. Yeah, when I brought <laughs> that bottle, <laughs> yeah. Um, I met plenty of people doing exactly what I'm doing. So just photographing drinks for Instagram for a living. Really? I met four or five people doing the exact same thing, which was very fascinating. Because I it's don't think there's cool. many people doing that. And the community generally seems pretty friendly. It is, it is. Yeah. And you guys share tips and tricks and, and stuff like that? Uh, not so much now, because it is quite a new community. I was one of the first uh, to start doing this uh, oh, really? Instagram cocktail thing. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, I helped, uh, I tried to help out uh, a lot of people on the way. Well, yeah. now I've kind of quietened down a bit on the Instagram side of things. So it's it's fun. It's really making me happy to see pages I, you know, gave tips to for what lens to buy, not yeah. having 10,000 more followers than me. That's crazy. It's good. It's that a lot of help coming around, though. Yeah. It seems like a very nice community. It is, it is. And uh, it's not just the Instagram community. I mean, the bartending community in general is. Right. I have many, many, many friends uh, from Cyprus, in Cyprus, working at bars and in the UK. Cool. So, a bit of both. Both industries are really fun. Joined, I think they're even better. Yeah. <laughs> it does really sound great. I mean, this kind of leads into my next question. 
um, is what are your personal favorite things about what you do? Or, you know, when, when you're going through the motions of it and you pause for a moment and you look at that small thing where you're like, oh, this is why I started doing this. This is why I'm still doing this. Well, the thing is, I enjoy just as much now uh, the, well, not so much now, let's say, the face-to-face -face interaction because that's not really permitted. <laughs> but I used to enjoy uh, the face-to-face -face interaction of doing what I do because it's not just me sitting at home photographing drinks. It's also me at bars with my camera right. shooting bartenders, making drinks and shooting their drinks and moving around a full bar with a cocktail in my hand and the camera in the other and having someone with two lights behind me. I really miss that. Mm. That's something I really enjoyed, going out to bars and shooting drinks. Uh, so that's one of the favorite things uh, of mine that I do. Does that make sense? I don't know. We'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Whatever. Um, but then again, working, because I spent three, four summers so far working behind the bar. Right. Uh, which I really enjoyed, especially this summer. I was working at two bars. So I was basically working five times a week behind the bar, uh, closing shifts at three and four in the morning. It was really fun. Right. Um, it's right there in the heart of the industry. Yeah. 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 But then on the more Instagram side of things, um, what I really enjoyed uh, doing and I still enjoy doing is just, you know, getting the picture right, exactly as I want to. As I'm you see it in your head. Yeah, just minor adjustments. Right. I might take like 12 pictures that might look exactly the same uh, if you look at them quickly with yeah. very minor changes to exposure or brightness or how blurred the background is or how, how the light is set up but there's that one that stands but there's out. the one that stands out yeah, and it's always the last one, one. Really? as soon as i get it i'm like okay i'm done this is me for the day that's it i know when i see it I, I, but uh yeah that's something i really enjoy you know moving the light two centimeters to the right yeah or dimming it by five percent that perfect just to get a little less reflection yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly that, that is really cool so going back to your page's growth and your followers what do you feel are the um, few indicators you could keep track of to see your page's growth? Well, the most obvious ones are likes and followers, definitely. Right. I mean, seeing how many people follow your page is the number one indicator. And this is exclusive to Instagram. This is exclusive to Instagram. Okay. It's what I'm most familiar with. Right. So. And I'm aware there is uh, like a statistics page. Yeah, we have uh, we have insights. If you switch it to a business account or even now a creator account, which they right. added uh, recently. Uh, you can see a lot of insights about uh, weekly growth and weekly likes, averages, everything. Oh, cool. So, yeah, but definitely likes and followers are the number one uh, indicator of growth. Uh, but I think reach is often overlooked and just as important because if you get a post of yours uh, that has, let's say, double the reach than previous posts and so because of three different hashtags that you used, uh, then you're going to get a, new, a lot of new followers from that post specifically. Uh, because you're going to reach the hashtags and you're going to reach people that are not following you. Uh, so that goes towards growth again. So if you reach a higher percentage of people that are not following you, uh, some of them are eventually going to follow you. <laughs> what exactly is, is reach, though? Uh, reach is how many different accounts you have reached uh, with your post. How many different accounts have seen your post? So not only followers, but not just say followers. you hashtag something like yes. you hashtag a certain cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Hashtag Glasgow, anyone looking up Glasgow. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I'm not very well-versed with social media. <laughs> so it is good to finally hear these terms from you. Uh, another important thing, I mean, for growth is not just growth in numbers, but also growth in community. So you should also try to look at uh, how much people are interacting in the comment section of your posts, whether they're discussing 
uh, if it's a more serious page, if it's uh, if it's a more curated content page like jokes and memes and whatever, uh, if people are tagging each other in the comments, that's always a good indicator. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the indicators. <laughs> and going to the community and interacting with your followers, have you felt that there's been a correlation between the amount that you interact with your followers in the community and the number of followers you have? Or the number of, of interactions you have with your page? Definitely, definitely. Uh, I spent a time, a period of time where I was close with a lot of guys uh, from Instagram doing the same thing. And we were exchanging comments with, with one another right. the entire time. It's like a group of six or seven of us. And I mean, we had a lot of mutual followers by the end of it. Uh, because each other followers started following different right. pages. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you were kind of... Kind of switching following. followers. So we all kind of grew together just by, you know, doing our own thing. That is very interesting. So yeah, interaction is is very important, definitely. And do you have any tips or, or tricks you maybe have not mentioned that you think you could give to students out there who would want to grow their own social media presence, uh, regardless of field? I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. Alcohol or, or fitness or even themselves. Is, uh, there's a large growing uh, student blogger videos mm -hmm. of I've recently become aware of. Um, but you know, any tricks out there you, you'd like to share? Well, I think it's already quite a saturated market in terms of how many people are doing it. Uh, so right. you really need something different now, uh, in order to, you know, there's quite a higher, quite a high barrier to start doing this thing now because there's so many people doing it. And, and it's been a fast growing market. This it it like, has been a very fast growing this market. This has been over indeed. 10 years. This blew up in the past, yeah. like since you started. Yeah. As you yeah, said, yeah, you were yeah. one of the early adopters in your field. In the field I was in, yeah. There were a couple of people doing it for a few years earlier, actually. Uh, so they were the, the first people who actually started doing it. Uh, yeah, I was kind of the, the latecomer, and then <laughs> quite a few people started doing what I was doing uh, quickly after. Huh. So, yeah, in terms of uh, how to grow your own uh, social media presence, I think trying to differentiate your content is uh, something you really must do now, uh, because as we said, it's so saturated. So you need something different uh, in your content that will make any consumer of your content watch yours instead of someone else's. So whether that's uh, how good the quality is or what you say or, I don't know, the style, the quality, the caption, could be anything. Depends on the platform. So try to differentiate your product, your content from everyone else's. Um, but yeah, this will take a while. I told you uh, earlier, Joey. Yeah. I, I needed nine months. Consistency. 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 So you really, really, really need to keep at it. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. If it does, then great for you. <laughs> it <laughs> happens that's one, the anomaly. It happens one every, right. I don't know how often, but if it happens, take advantage of it. Otherwise, just keep at it. Uh, you're going to get there. I mean, you'll see what the market wants. If they're not reacting well to your content, just switch it up a bit. If they like it, continue putting it out. So it's just, you know, adjusting with what people want. And if one thing doesn't work out, yeah, you can just try something else. You can just adjust your content. Right. So consistency and perseverance. Perseverance, say, exactly. The main two actions to follow. I think that word uh, encapsulates it. I mean, right. It's just like perseverance. Just keep at it. Keep at it till you find something that yeah. sticks. Where, where do you feel the, the future of... Um, social media marketing will go. I mean, you could, if you want to talk about your field first. 
and then elaborate later on mm -hmm. if you know just an overall i didn't think about this a lot because it's an industry that's quite dissimilar from anything else so there's right. nothing really to compare it to and it is fairly new it is fairly new i mean it's very different from other forms of advertising the traditional ones yeah uh, for me to be able to compare it to uh in order to you know say where the future will go but i think during this time of uh, covid and everything right. there's going to be quite a resurgence you think so yeah i think uh, especially now with covid and everything there's going to be there has been already quite an increase in the use of social media uh, so many people, bloggers, have uh, benefited from this. I mean, you get a lot more reach when a lot more people are on, a lot more people are on their phone, of course. Right. Uh, but I've also noticed that there's a push. You know, all these accounts that started posting travel content and uh, going out and everything just switch kind of to more lifestyle things. You know, what, more what of mean? more of indoors, more of activities, more of. So I think, at least for now, there's some less pretentiousness going around. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. I, I, uh, I that's, that. that's kind of generalizing what an influencer is, unfortunately. But uh, that's, what, what, that's what I've noticed, I think. Uh, now, as for the future, further than that, I, I don't really know. I think Instagram is going to be solid for another two years. Another it's still two. a solid platform. That, that's, a, that's a very short time span. Yeah. Something will pop up, I think. Generally, that is what the trend in, in social media seems to you. Mm, no, it's just what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> okay. Instagram has been the leader of social media for so long. Right. So it's I mean, everyone is copying just Instagram. Just like Facebook everyone has is copying become Instagram. outlived. And yeah, like... exactly. So, I don't know. Even LinkedIn has stories now. Really? Yeah. I mean, it started from Snapchat, but funny. <laughs> that, that's very strange. That's very strange to me. And through your page, do you find, uh, like, do you have any sponsorships or have, have you gained anything personally from it besides the experience? Personally, definitely, which definitely. we can uh, talk off the record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but professionally, also definitely, because I've gotten to meet a lot of people. Um, I've worked with plenty of brands. I'm very lucky to be working with uh, Douglas Lang. Uh, it's a company based in Glasgow. Oh, really? They're independent bottlers, family owned. So, yeah, there's... Brands I've really enjoyed working with, experiences, uh, parties I've been invited to, world class this year. Uh, if you remember, I was telling you, Joey, so, um, Diageo is a market leader in alcohol. They have a market cap of 80 billion, uh, I wow. think, last I checked. So yeah, they organized this competition, which I was invited to. It's in, it was hosted in Glasgow. That's yeah. where I got to meet all the people I was telling you earlier from Instagram doing the same thing. It's very interesting. So it's not just restricted to, you know, you're on your phone or you're on your computer. This no. actually has real world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I went there for press. Yeah. So I had my camera that had my camera with me taking pictures of drinks for most of the day. And we can see these pictures on your page. Uh, some of them are up. Yeah. Cool. Most of them are up, actually. If you scroll down, there's September 2019. This time last year, actually. Oh, okay. Do you, do you have any questions? or any statements you'd like to say or any other things besides the questions I've asked you that maybe you'd want to share with our listeners right now or... Well, I think we're hosting a Q&A session next week. We are. Yes. So we, we can wait until that. All right. And uh, do this again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a great time. Thank you for imparting this knowledge on me and giving me an insight into your very, very unique industry. Thank you for having me. Uh, cheers. To a wonderful interview. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Uh, that was Steph Malinen. I'm Joey Vitale, your Vice President. Thank you for listening.